Here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. It's Trent Condon and Ken Miller to talk sports with you for the next couple of hours. Appreciate you spending some of your morning here with us. BMW of Des Moines guest list uh, goes like this. Bottom of the hour, hour number one, we will catch up with Bama Bob in advance of playoff rankings coming out tonight, like uh, back at the weekend. Uh, we weren't here yesterday, so we got some catching up to do. So we will do that with Bama Bob coming up here at 11.30. About 12.25, Frank Schwab, who is a Wisconsin grad and covers the uh, uh, NFL for Yahoo Sports. Catch up with Frank Schwab, the latest on the NFL as they head into Week 10 coming up in the NFL. I believe it is Week 10 uh, in the NFL as we pass the midway point in the season. Clones, big weekend. Everybody won. Hawks, big weekend. Everybody won. Good to see uh, teams putting them in the wind column, whether it be on the hardwood or on the gridiron. And we'll talk about that coming up on the show here today. Trent, back from Las Vegas, a little blurry-eyed, but I good made to it. see you. Yeah. Uh, voice is a little rough, you know. That's going to happen after. Do that. Yeah, but uh, great time out there as always. A big thank you to Derek and everybody at Circa. Just an incredible experience. It's uh, my wife's 40th birthday. I had the balloon set up in the room with oh, a little champagne. You oh, you Yes. I didn't know that about you. I had that ready to go. She was happy. Oh, you're scoring points, dude. Oh, man. And we did it all. We hit basically every single thing that you could do at Circa. We did it over the weekend. Legacy Club started yeah. with some cocktails up there. Uh-huh. Got the specialty cocktail that they, I mean, just absolutely incredible. Had dinner at Barry's, the steakhouse mm-hmm. downstairs. It was amazing once again. And then Stadium Swim on Saturday for mm. the early slate and the mid-afternoon slate as well, uh, culminating in a fun Saturday night out at the Experience, Fremont Experience. And Was it still, so It's uh, this is November, first mm-hmm. weekend in November, is it still packed? Oh yeah, it was. On busted. Saturday night? Oh, yeah. Was it really? <laughs> it was wall-to-wall people. Yeah. We went over to Spandex Nation. Uh, wife wanted to dress up in some 80s gear, so I got a pair of ugly 80s pants and had a great time. My buddy got to go up on stage. Oh, my. <laughs> and uh, he is a two-time state champion in air guitar. Oh. Yes. And he played his air guitar, his heart out, on stage with Spandex Nation. It was just a lot of fun, great time. They set it up well. Uh, Derek was the one that hooked it up, get him on stage, and we just had an incredible time. They do it right. We did it all from the food to just the sports book and everything in between. It was a great, great weekend, as it always is at mm. Circa. Well, I, I'm envious, and I'll get to scratch that itch in about a month from right yes. now, as I'll be out there. And, and now I'm be... already jealous that you're going out there. <laughs> right. Counting down the days. Anyways, lots to get to on the program. Uh, just two guests. We are um, we move some things around because lots to talk about, obviously, uh, catching up here from yesterday. I know the games were played on Friday, but you and I never had an opportunity yesterday to opine. Iowa State women were on the air, and they won, and uh, the men won last night, and uh, over at Carver, meanwhile... The Hawks win big, and then the Lady Hawkeyes take the floor, and they win big. Caitlin Clark, a little bloodied in the game yeah. for game number one, uh, the All-American, but uh, hopefully none the worse for wear there. And over on the weekend, clearly, Iowa, take, Iowa State took a step forward, a much-needed step forward as they try to get to bowl eligibility. And it's about a pick against Oklahoma State. Um, depends where you go. You can find Iowa State, or at least you could find Iowa State getting a point, giving a point. So essentially... 
It's about a pick 'em, but if you play that game on a neutral field, Iowa State would be favored. Meanwhile, the Hawks and Phil Parker had a little something planned. I think he was a little PO'd about this. Oh, yeah? Jeff Brom, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, he did have his number. Yeah, yes, he, he did. did have his number. Mm-hmm. He didn't have that number on uh, on Saturday. As the Hawks and their offense and their defense showed up, and away we go as they get closer to bowl eligibility, and Iowa State took a major step forward. That they did. Uh, where do you want to start? Wherever you want. Should we go in order? Let's start with the Hawkeye game. Okay. As uh, that Iowa team that we saw, that's what you're hoping for all season long. Well, the offensive line in particular. Finally figuring it, it out. It looks now, like it, right? Caleb Johnson is oh a big help. My God. And I've been saying this since. Did he get to 200? He was close. He did. He did get to 200? Went under at one point, got back right. over, and 22 carries for 200 Jeez. yards. He's different. Oh, I'll say. He is a different back. The the touchdown run at the beginning of the third quarter mm-hmm. where he's running away from mm-hmm. the defense. And the one up the sideline, he just jukes a linebacker and gets – he just glides. Yep. And there's those guys. I remember after the Nevada game, there was a, a stat from one of those analytical places, and they measure the speed, how fast they're mm-hmm. running. And at the time, it was like one of the fastest in college football. Doesn't look like he it. Doesn't look you like it. You know what it reminds me of? And I hate to say it. Because he played in Iowa State, poor Iowa State, and did so last year. He's Brees Hall Brees that Hall, way. Yeah. Because I didn't. Brees Hall ran the fastest his touchdown before the, it was the game. He got hurt, but game back before whatever this year. No running back could run faster. Right. No, Brees Hall really, and he doesn't look like it. Recalibrate that watch, would you? <laughs> exactly. But he doesn't look. And Caleb Johnson is in the same boat. He's got this gliding style to him. It's. I'm not comping him to Eric Dickerson. No, but, but he, runs, he runs upright, so for that reason, I think you can. It's got that part of it where it just, he glides along. Mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell had that. You know, those kind of running backs that it's a different kind of style than, I guess, your standard running back, if you will. But he is so good oh. and so talented, and training wheels are off now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, no more. No. And this week against Wisconsin, if he needs to play 90% of the no. snaps. And you'll find him on top of the depth chart. Play him 90% of the snaps. It, it is... Gavin Williams, LaShawn Williams, they're fine. Right. They're not as good as Caleb Johnson. They're fine. Yes. This is a different Uh kind of talent. Uh Uh-huh. Deontay Vines, he's got a little something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's a chance. Good to see. Good to see. I agree with you. He can be a solid Big Ten receiver for them and do some different Mm -hmm. things. And Spencer Petras, much maligned, including here. Yeah. I'm not buying stock. No. But in a game like that. Just keep doing what you're doing. Exactly. Right. And this is... Though it's great to see it finally happening, uh-huh. this is the frustration. Right. Because where team, was this before? Yeah. This uh-huh. team easily, right now, Iowa State game, Illinois game. You look at those two and mm-hmm. say, if they were just competent mm-hmm. offensively in both those games, we're having a completely different mm-hmm. conversation about this team. They're cruising in the division title. Yeah. They're going there. And then you're saying, you know, maybe, just maybe, but the six turnovers against Ohio State, as bad as it looked for most of the game, at least the first three quarters against Michigan, but you're having that conversation. And that's, I think, where the frustration lies. But it also credit to Kirk, to mm-hmm. Brian, and the staff. Mm-hmm. Because what they say, there's times it gets ugly. Yeah. 2020, start off 0-2. This program's done. Right. And, and then they ran the table. <laughs> rip off six right. straight. Right. Which should have been eight straight. Right, yep. Michigan and Mizzou actually would have mm-hmm. shown up. Mm-hmm. Last what year. Yeah, it's disappointing for so many reasons. Yeah, I don't want to go. There. <laughs> right. Win the division title. Yeah. But. And there's still that butt with this program. So let's say it culminates, and they run the table. They go eight and four. Mm-hmm. You finally beat Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You finally got the Purdue monkey mm-hmm. off your back. Mm-hmm. You're doing these things, and you finish off Minnesota and Nebraska. You're eight and four. 
Is a change necessary? Oh. Or does Kirk look at this and say, see, see, I told you guys, we just had to get the offensive Never line right. thought of that tentacle of the story and, and what may lie ahead. Interesting. Never thought of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, is change necessary? Yes is the answer. I mean, the answer is still yes. But will change come? Mm-hmm. Which are two different right? <laughs> two different parts of this. Should it? Yes. Uh-huh. Will it, though? Uh-huh. Interesting, Trent. Interesting. Let, let's uh, t- let's save that one for mm-hmm. later when we know how it plays out. If indeed they do get past the next two, they'll beat Nebraska. Nebraska's awful. Uh, it, it, it's the next two. Just one more uh, hawk that uh, that uh, caught my attention. Jay Higgins. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have something here with this kid. You know, la- even the beginning of the year, when Justin Jacobs went down, he was out there. There was times he looked slow, mm-hmm. looked very tentative. It was, oh boy, th- this is a big problem. Mm-hmm. Now you have Higgins out there. Really, the last two weeks, right? I mean, he played great. And he's, I mean, he's—he's he's, uh, you, you, when you see him out there. Well, where's this kid been? He's a freshman, right? He's a redshirt freshman. No, he's been around for <laughs> he's a while. He's been around for a while. His dad's a big part of Twitter. Uh-huh. Hawk, hawk, hawk. Is that who it is? Yeah, that's okay. That's his dad out there. That's where the hawk, hawk, hawk comes yeah. from. And now he played very well. He did. Yep. He thought, well, he's a special teamer, and mm, that's about it. That's right. what you're going to get. He's turned into a real football player. Yep. And now you lose Jack Campbell coming up this year. Mm-hmm. He's off to the NFL. You move him back inside, I mean, you're set to go with the defensive line and all the talent they have coming back in front of them. A healthy Justin Jacobs. Yeah. It's a pretty good start in it's defensive so backfield. Whoever's back there, well, Cooper DeGene, we know, will be back there. Mm-hmm. Do you see Pro Football Focus as I'm rated the top slot corner in the country? Already? Yeah. No, I don't get PFF, but um, that, that's part of your Hawker Report subscription, yes. right? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, I mean, obviously good to know and mm-hmm. good to know that he's going to be here uh, for another year. Uh, so good for them. Uh, they'll get set to take on Wisconsin this week, and obviously we'll talk a lot about that. Not today, because all the uh, Hawk and Clone writers are at their respective press conferences, but we'll catch up with you Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. We'll get all of our voices in here at some point before we uh, head into the weekend. Let's head to Ames and talk Iowa State, West Virginia. Uh, this was a... Um, Uh, Cartavius Norton showed flashes of what a lot of people thought. It's too bad he got injured in game number one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jirel Brock was carted to the locker room and thought, oh, my God. Because he got bent over it in a bad – it just looked awful. It was gross. It it did. But then all of a sudden he comes running back out. (laughs) Right. And there he is with his helmet like he's going back in the game. Now, he didn't go back in the game. But apparently he could have gone back on the game. Silas was good, had a long run, but it's Cartavius Norton you're clearly excited about. Xavier Hutchinson, man, uh, where, where would this team be without him? The body control on that touchdown, and the body control that he has seemingly on all of his catches. He, and he got both feet down on the touchdown. <laughs> right. Think about the next level, Indeed, isn't he? Indeed, yes. Because he is a next level. And I'm not receiver. sure he was at this time last year thought about as a guy who's going to get drafted. Not saying he wouldn't have made it, but I don't think, and I'm convinced now he will be drafted. It, last year was probably that fifth, sixth, seventh round flyer, uh, something like I that. I would even say probably sixth or seventh yeah. round flyer. Now, third round? Yeah, maybe. Third, now, fourth, fifth? It's going to depend on what he runs. Uh-huh. That's going to be a big part of it. But you put in the tape. Oh, Jesus. And it shows up week after uh-huh. week after week. Dude is so talented, so good. And you're right. Without him, where this offense would be that has struggled this year. And Hunter Decker's, I mean, he really showed up in a big way. I I thought he was just... he needs to the next three weeks. He was consistent, and he was smart with the football. Uh It wasn't forced into those windows. Some of the bad reads that he had the week previous, just throwing into triple coverage or a guy cutting in front, didn't even see him. That was not the guy that we saw. It was West Virginia. Mm -hmm. Still win. 
Mm-hmm. You're on five going in. You needed right. that. And he got those good feelings, and now he can go back and West say... West Virginia was above you in the standings prior were, to Saturday. Yeah. What is the path now to get to bowl eligibility? And it's there. It is. I yes. mean, Oklahoma State, they look... This team's broken. I hate yes. to say it because, you know, watch, we get back here on Monday, they won 64-3. to <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the case. Matt Campbell never gets blown out. Um, but it's there. This is a winnable football game. And Texas Tech, yeah, they run a boatload of plays, but this team's... This team's out of sorts as well. TCU finds ways to win, right? They just keep they do. But wouldn't it be nice for them to get on the plane to head to Fort Worth knowing that they've already got post? Not that they want to you know, just mail in the final right. game, but wouldn't it be nice to know that you've got that net there and what looked almost like it was going to be daunting, maybe as you could say impossible, now is it's there. That extra layer of pressure that yes. would go into that game, you just take that off. Mm-hmm. It's not a story. It's not a question that goes in. You already got the six wins, and now you're playing with house money. Mm-hmm. Going to TCU and maybe knocking them out. We've seen Iowa State, of course, knock have. Oklahoma State out yeah. of the national championship game, and maybe another possibility uh-huh. for them to get it done. And one other guy had the touchdown in traffic. Deshaun Hanica. I said this a couple How weeks about ago. that? He's the best tight end on this roster. Yes. Yes. How many snaps do you guess he played? Uh, not enough. 17. Yeah. yeah. Baffling. Is it blocking with him? That's, that's what I want. They wondered, need yeah. Easton Dean in there right. to do that? That's, yeah, that'll be uh-huh. probably a good question to uh-huh. kind of break down and, and see you know, if you get some run blocking numbers, if that is the difference. Because in the past game, the dude just makes plays. He does. And he's been doing it for a while this yeah. season. He's been really, really fun to watch. Offensive line played better. It was. It was a great weekend for both a, of the a teams. A complete It effort. really was. It was a top-to-bottom win. Yeah. It was a win that they obviously needed. And then you put the basketball on top of it from yesterday. It was a pretty good time in the state of Iowa. Nice that it see. was. Got to uh, watch a little bit of the Iowa game, basketball game, on ESPN on, on the app before as we were boarding the plane. Mm-hmm. And got to see, oh, probably So you flew Allegiant? Yes, Allegiant. So there's no, I mean, were the planes packed going and coming home? Yes, they were. Saw, they were? Yeah, saw plenty of people, saw... Oh, Dave Creighton Jr. Uh, was he headed out there? He was out there. He was in the front row on the way out. It was his birthday. Oh, nice. They sang happy birthday to him. Yeah. Then, I like Creighton. They're still doing their show, right? Yeah, they are. What, what's the name of it? Uh, Hawkeye Huddle. Huddle. Hawkeye yes. Huddle, yep. And uh, after they got done, anybody else's birthday, well, my wife and I were not sitting together because we booked separately and we tried to get it and they didn't oh, have seats my. together. So you had to sit different? Yeah, so we we're sitting different. It was all right. Yeah. Got to you know, watch what I wanted to, so it was okay. But... He goes, yeah, Trent Connor's wife back there. It's her birthday, too. And nobody sang to her. She was all right with it. She said uh, that was okay. Yeah. <laughs> but Creighton, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't want that. Saw him also on the flight back last night. Dave was a little bleary-eyed, as we all were. You, uh, That's a pretty good effort. Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, and home yeah. on. Because you got home late last night, right? We did, yeah. Plane landed. 11-ish, 10-30? Yeah, 10-45, something mm-hmm. like How long, that. The only part about it, I just, it's, it's cheap flight. It is. But it's the baggage weight. How long did you have to it wait? Wasn't it wasn't weighted. Really? Long. Yeah. And even on the way out there, which is usually feels longer, or maybe it's just because you're in Vegas and you're yeah. just antsy to get going. No, it was quick. It was quick both no times. No kidding. So maybe they're getting it figured out over wow, there. Wow, that is region. good. If they'd only get Wi-Fi, I don't care if you have to purchase it. I don't yeah. care. Just give it to us, right? Uh, and they'll nickel, nickel and dime you. Uh, that's what they do. But you yeah. know what? It's a, it's, a, it's a nonstop. You don't mm-hmm. have, you get up in the air, you know, next time, well, fingers crossed. <laughs> right. Next time you touch down, you're going to be touching down at your, uh, at your destination. Well, good stuff and good stuff out of both of the, uh, the local teams for the weekend. Um, Iowa State, do they get to bowl eligibility? Yes. I do. I agree with you. Here's something. 
I'm going to ask this for Mike Palmer, whether we, when we talk to him on Friday, or when, uh, he and I are doing Iowa Everywhere today, and then uh, we, we're you know, with Mediacom tomorrow. What about a bet at this point, bull eligible? Yes, no. Ah, Put a price. Put up a price. Will they get to six? For teams that are in that boat. So you're basically doing a round-robin parlay to the next three, right? Mm-hmm. Yes is plus money? Yeah, I would think. Plus 125? Just win two out of three, and you've got an undefeated team who prop... Yeah. Well, let me stop there. And you know what? I'll, I'll come back to here. Plus 125 on the yes, mm-hmm. and no minus 105? Would, would that be a bet that... I mean, they, they don't care. They just want to get some action, right? Right. Um, yeah. I'm surprised somebody hasn't done that. Has, has anybody done that? I haven't seen it, no. I never have either. Now, there are some books that will continue doing win-loss totals throughout the course of the season. Yeah. More in the NFL every right. once in a while, but it's usually... No, the NFL still does. Just usually the top flight college teams, uh-huh. you know, the, the teams that are fighting to get in the playoff, that kind of thing. But that's a good one. Yeah, I have to see if the, the guys will do that out there. Benson and Metcalf and the mm-hmm. whole crew behind the book there at Circa. That's a good one. And I think I'd bet the yes at plus, plus I, price. I absolutely would. Uh, and clearly would for the Hawks, but uh, you're yeah. going to be minus money there because yes. Nebraska's just got awful. Boy, that's a bad football team. All right, so this is where I was going to go with you. Yeah, um, I, I, we we know your disdain <laughs> for what's going to happen tonight, uh, and I'm not talking about politically. We don't do that on the show. Nope. Um, where will TCU be? Hear their name. Where should TCU hear their name? Mm-hmm. Where will their name be called? This is what the whole show is about tonight. That Where is, TCU is. That's the only thing that matters. Uh, yeah. It's Georgia number one. It's Georgia number one. It's right. Ohio State, Michigan, and whatever order whatever you want to Whatever order, right? Because yeah. there's a lot of Michigan love yes. out there. But whatever order, those that's mm-hmm. two, three. Mm-hmm. And then it gets to four. And that's the question. Do you keep a team that has a loss? Mm-hmm. The Tennessee didn't have a chance in that game. No, they really didn't. <laughs> it was 27-13, but it wasn't 27-13. No, they, they never had a chance. And that's... Playing with the dead mouse with the uh-huh. cat, and that was uh-huh. Georgia just flipping around. Come on, do something. Stetson Bennett was the Heisman leader on the field that day. Remember, I took him. Uh, did you? What did you get him at? Twenty-five to one Good for you. After the first, it was after the Oregon game, huh? And I was shocked that he was still that high. So that's sitting in the uh, sitting in the pending bets Good for so you. Has got a chance there. That thing is so wide open. Hey, speaking of that, speaking of Heisman. Why isn't Dorian Thompson Robinson getting more love? Well, he's way down on every list as far as odds go. And he still has a game with USC, which will be huge. Yes. And the most beautiful uniform game in college. Without football. a doubt. It, it, there's not, and it's even, it's even more aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. when the UCLA is at home. Absolutely. And playing the game at the Rose Bowl. You get the baby blues against oh, the Reds, and they take the penalty, and it's okay. And That's I think right. they've waved it off recently. I think they have, yes. Yeah. It's a wink and a nod. But you get that win, uh-huh. and then he gets Oregon in the championship game. Mm-hmm. Look at his numbers in comparison to Stroud and Hooker mm-hmm. and Stetson Bud and everybody else you want to put in that list. I don't understand why the gap is. Is it just Pac-12? Is it just UCLA? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if he was doing this at USC and they had the exact same season, would it be a different conversation? It's Pac-12. It's got to be. See, Bo Nix, I think, is is putting up some decent numbers yes. at Oregon too, yeah. uh, and he's in the middle of uh, flight. It's it's probably Stroud's to lose. It's so good we can bet on this now, right? It's great. It really is. I mean, all of these Cy Young winners, mm-hmm. MVPs. We couldn't do that until July of this year, and um, yeah, it makes more more banter. So to answer your question at number four, what will they do? I think they'll put Tennessee at four. You still do because of their wins. Yeah, because they beat in Alabama. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, probably they killed so. LSU at LSU. They killed LSU, which is that win looks way better now. Pitt's still a decent win. Kentucky, they're going to be a top twenty-five team. Beat they Florida were, and that Florida win was not as close as the final score indicated. That was a backdoor mm-hmm. cover out of the Gators. Yeah, because LSU is going to be. Well, they were 10 this week. They were 10 going into it and, and knocked off five? Where was Alabama five or six? They were five, I think. They're six. Were they six? Yeah. Okay. They, LSU's moving up. I think so. Even with two losses, uh-huh. they're going to move up. So you have not just a win, but a dominating win at LSU. But if they move up, Trent, here's the question. There's, I think everybody above them won, right? UCLA and USC won mm-hmm. and Oregon won. But they rip it up, remember? Every single well, week, this, this is what they tell us. Supposedly true, yeah. It, but as you've said, and you're right, every single week they change they do. what they did the week before that was written in stone. And now if TCU gets it done... They won't talk about being a complete team this week, right? If they move them up to four, mm-hmm. they'll be, you know, we, we've really been impressed by what they it just. That's the part that drives mm-hmm. me nuts about it. I think, though, that's what they're going to do. They'll Keep have Tennessee. Tennessee at four, and then they'll have TCU at five. I mean, here we are. It's, um, what is the date today? The 7th or the 8th? Eighth. Eighth? The 8th. It's the 8th, and we actually could go back to Saturday the 6th, and Clemson and Alabama are eliminated. Yeah. Think about that. Is Alabama eliminated? Oh, you have. There's never been a two-loss team. They're not going to get to play in the SEC championship game. LSU has to lose twice right. for that to happen. LSU, what does L- LSU have left? Arkansas on the road. Okay, a little tricky. No, Liberty got him. How about Hugh Freeze? Unbelievable. Now, Brian Kelly, we talked about him at LSU. coach of Auburn, maybe. He, just, he should be. Should be. Will he? Are they willing mm-hmm. to bite that bullet? Mm-hmm. And then LSU finishes at Texas A&M. Both road games. Chance to salvage the season for AM. We've seen them play well at times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's highly unlikely. Ah, they can't. They can't get back. They're out. They're well, out. one of there. the uh, bets that I made at Circa before I left, Alabama to win the SEC championship. Guess what kind of odds I got? Today? Huge. 20 to 1. Oh, it's a, probably it's shorter than I thought. 20 to 1. You got LSU to lose twice. Uh-huh. Alabama obviously got to win out and then beat Georgia. I mean, it's, it's and Alabama a Alabama still has Auburn, and this is wedding week in the South, isn't it? Do they play Chattanooga or somebody? Yes. Yeah. So that's what they always put on the schedule yeah. there leading into the big matchup at the end of the year. I just looked at it like this LSU, yeah, they could still lose both of those games. Mm-hmm. But there's just something about Alabama. And if they are, which they would finish at that point 11 and 2 with an SEC championship, they're in the playoff. <laughs> Because it's Alabama. If it was yeah. anybody else, they wouldn't. So they would break the streak of they never would. having a two-loss team in the playoff and do so because they're Alabama. And LSU, if they go out and they win the SEC championship, they're getting in. Because they beat Alabama. They beat Alabama. And then they'd beat Georgia, Georgia. in the championship mm-hmm. game. You can't leave that team out. So you keep Georgia in. Yep. you probably make... Okay, so Ohio State beats Michigan 17-16. Michigan doesn't get to play for a title. That's their only. Do we have... See, there's a pathway for two Big Ten teams to get in. There absolutely is. I I think that path is a little bit more difficult, but there is a path. If it comes down to a final spot, let's say it is 12-1 UCLA with Mm -hmm. a championship or a Tennessee. And UCLA lost to who? Oregon? Yes. They got blown out, right? They got blown out, yeah. Right. I liked him, and I had him in that game. What direction does the playoff committee go with that? Oh, boy. Say TCU takes a loss. They're 12-1, and one, and maybe it's not pretty. Maybe they lose to Iowa State. And yes, they come back and win the championship game, but 
they had that loss on the resume. You know, something like that. Is plays Iowa out. State Bowl eligible? Does that matter? Is it, it's not as bad a loss if they're going to. But they're a not a top twenty-five team. No, they're not. That's how they rank it. Twenty-five. Uh-huh. I don't know why that's a cutoff. I mean, there's a lot of solid teams I between twenty-six probably, and forty. I believe that they're going to get to a point that the committee will be rooting for Iowa State yeah. on the final week right. of the regular season if TCU does, in fact, get there. But as I said last week, let it play out. Oh, I know. When you let this play out, things like last weekend happen, and what a weekend it was. And, and TCU's got Texas, then Baylor, mm-hmm. then Iowa State. Those are three tough games. I don't think they're going to get. To, I don't think they get to that point. I don't think they get to the Iowa State game with a perfect record. I just don't. Well, you I saw said, what the look spread at how is Texas is playing. <laughs> you saw what the spread is this week, right? Yeah, they're getting points. Yeah, getting nearly a touchdown. Almost, yeah, six six and a half mm. hanging right now out there. That's why you let this thing play out mm-hmm. week after week, and we can still have the arguments and the disagreements and. Yeah. Now, now we just get to make fun of certain people as they'll they'll get it wrong another week. But yeah, I believe Tennessee will be the number four team. TC will be five in their rankings. I, I just think that's what they're going to show us. Well, we'll find out tonight. All right, Bama Bob is going to join us next. More college football conversation coming up. Never talked about the World Series. We will at some point. Good for Dusty Baker, though. Oh, right? Great. That was uh, that was why. Um, you know, one of the main factors uh, that I was good with the Astros winning that and the fact that I had a bunch of tickets on them. You know, I bet all of those teams, all and I, and I cashed pretty good on Houston. Mm-hmm. I made $240. <laughs> but you know what? I you, had it surrounded. You, yep. Uh, I had a bunch of teams. and I got my money back and $240 profit. Uh, That's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. And I had a blast. And that's what I'll do. And took that 240 and bet it to uh, Illinois at 40 to 1. I bet uh, Oregon. Uh, I've got Kentucky. It's time to surround college basketball. Oh, we're already getting going With there. everybody but the Zags. I'll never do it again. Never again. Never I got again. Virginia Villanova. Those are my two longest. Oh, those shots. are your twos. What did you get them at? Uh, 44 to 1 on Virginia, 50 to 1 nice. on Nova. Nice. Those are my penning bets at Circa. You know, I had, had a good weekend. So I had a little extra money. And as I did you, st- what were you playing? Were you, sports college or- football was great. Yeah. Which is, you know, not been the case for me this year. No. Went ten and two in college football. Uh, basically, spun my wheels in, in the NFL on Sunday, but yeah, I had a little more money in that account, and I said, "I'm going to pull a Ken Miller here. I'm just going to throw a bunch of futures out there, and and then when I return, hopefully, there's some big money in my account that I can play." It, with. It's for me. It's the be- it's the best way to bet on sports because at games, it's tough to win, and if you if you win, I mean, what are you going to win, right? <laughs> you bet a hundred, you get a hundred and twenty back, or whatever. Um, but if you can get a decent price and your team actually gets there and they're double digits, like I have a live ticket right now, Astros to win the World Series, Bills to win the Super Bowl. That's 51 to 1. Astros, Bills, That's 51 nice. to 1. There's where I'm at. Now, Josh Allen's right arm. <laughs> Anyways, Bama Bob joins us next. Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. But before we go, uh, we have another $1,000 handoff. Head to KXNO.com right now, and you can enter this nationwide keyword contest simply by uh, typing the word check. Check at KXNO.com. Check at KXNO.com. Your chance to win a grand. Bama joins Trent and I. It's Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. 1-800-BETS-OFF. Hi, Miller Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station. 
96.3 KXNO. Take you up until uh, 1 o'clock here. Murph and Andy follow us in at that time. Uh, ratings coming out from the Georgia-Tennessee game. 13.1 million people watched that game wow. in the afternoon. Uh, somebody said, uh, if it was, could imagine if, what would have done if it was close. <laughs> right. Unbelievable. That's a ton of people, uh, CBS. And there's a reason the Big Ten wanted them, uh, that network, the, the most watched college football games, both of them, one and two this year, both found on CBS. Bamit Bob joins us as we take a look back, take a look ahead to what we may hear tonight. Bamit Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm uh, well, you know, it's been a rough couple of weeks down here, but overall we're okay. Yeah, I'll say, uh, no doubt. It could be worse. You could be, you could be an Auburn fan. Um, no, yeah, that, that would make that would be sure. So, Bama, let's. Uh, it's, Trent and I talked about this. It's just weird, right? And and Trent kind of pushed back a little bit uh, with with at least a pathway. Um, because I, I made the statement. Here we are, a couple of days into the month of November, and Clemson and Alabama are both out. Is that the consensus down there that, uh, you know, if indeed LSU loses both couple of games, it's not easy. Uh, Arkansas and A&M ahead for them. Um, is Alabama out? With the, there's never been a two-loss team that's made it into the playoff. Do they have any chance of being the first one to buck that I don't trend? Think, I, don't, I don't think so. And the only reason would be because, well, there's two reasons. One, LSU, I think, has to lose. Both games they would have, uh, they've got That's left true. in order for Alabama to beat them, um, which I, which are what at Arkansas and at Texas A and M. Not impossible, but not very likely. So that's the first thing. LSU controls their destiny. Um, the second thing would be Alabama would have to, uh, you know, beat Ole Miss this week and then beat Georgia in the SEC championship game, and both of those seem pretty unlikely. Were all that to happen. Uh, you could make a case depending on, you know, whatever else is out there. But I just, I think, look, you know, you're hearing all kinds of things about how, you know, you listen to Paul Feinbaum, who's just clickbait basically, but you know, you know, the window is closed and it's passing Saban by and all this kind of stuff. I don't think that's the case. Um, I think the 12 team playoff Alabama is always going to be a player. Uh, in that, because if they, if we had twelve teams this year, I think if they went out, they're probably one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't; we have four. So uh, I think for this year, they're done. I think Clemson is for sure done. Uh, man, talking about a fall, oh. uh, they they felt they felt seven spots in the AP poll. I mean, I don't know what that's going to equate to uh, tonight. You know, as we all anxiously await the second <laughs> week rankings, yeah, uh, on the best reality show on television. Uh-huh. I just think that. Um, you just can't lose that bad. I mean, I know it's at Notre Dame, uh, and and that's a national brand. But, they got you know, thumped. They did, and <clears throat> it all finally caught up to them. You know, the the quarterback did not play well. Uh, the defense didn't play well. They had turnovers, all that kind of thing. And and you give credit to Notre Dame, and I'm really happy for Marcus Freeman. I think we all like him. We want him to succeed. He got off to a really rough start, but uh, that was just a bludgeoning. And I don't think there's any coming back from it. Uh, they're going to have to have a whole lot of help, and I don't. I'm just looking at the rankings right now, and then what I expect them to be tonight. I don't see that help coming for them. So let uh, let's finish up one topic we with you that uh, we also talked about. Where will TCU hear their name tonight? What where will they be ranked when the uh, uh, when the curtain comes down and um, they unveil four and five? Who will be? Where will they be? Will they be four? Will they be five? I think they're going to be five. Um, I think Tennessee's going to drop to four. Um, that was a bad enough game that you could certainly make an argument 
to put an undefeated TCU in there uh, ahead of Tennessee. Uh, and, and I think if TCU keeps winning the next two weeks, uh, I think, you know, they're, listen, they're the two biggest games probably of the season, they're at Texas, who's playing really well. Yeah, they are. Uh, and at Baylor, who uh, is, you know, everybody kind of knows. But I think the problem that TCU has is you just go back and you really try to look at their schedule. You know, their non-conference was at Colorado, who stinks. Something called Tarleton State. Don't know what that is. Uh, at SMU. And then, you know, Oklahoma, who's down. Kansas, uh, who's, you know, good season. Oklahoma State, who's fallen off the map. You know, what's their best win? Kansas State right now? That's not yeah. going to get it. That's not going to excite a lot of people. So I think, I think they'll be five tonight, but I think they will have a, they will have a chance to work their way back in if they win the next two weeks, uh, over Tennessee, particularly because Tennessee's probably going to, you know, listen, they don't have much left either. They got Missouri, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt. So they'll probably mow those three teams down and Texas, uh, TC will have the better wins. We shall see. Uh, Bam, uh, can't wait to find out, though, Ken. Can yeah. you? I mean, this count is just on the end You know what? I think, so. I think Trent's going to be watching tonight, too, although just son Jack's got a little sickness going. So. Yeah, he we, probably has a bet on it somewhere. If he's watching, he's got No, he does. He's, he does have a bet yeah. on it. I, I think yeah. I'm going to watch it on DVR tonight, and then I'm going to break down how stupid it is tomorrow. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so, so, so I'm going to take a bit by bit of just how idiotic this stupid thing is. Stroud is still favored to win the Heisman, Trent. You mm-hmm. talked about a couple of guys. Why is Day or Dorian Ter- or Terry and Robinson DTR? Why is his price not lower? I agree with you um if you had the better price trent and you've got a couple of prices already mm-hmm. bad well you have a sets of betters now down to eight to one you said you got him at what 20 what to one 25 to one 25 to one very nice uh who would you who would you looking at and why is hooker out he's not out okay i mean he's still got the three games and the likelihood of him getting to a championship game which would really elevate Still isn't there, but if he goes eleven and one and yeah. puts up these ridiculous thirteen numbers, million people watched him lay in eight. Well, his team, his team, yeah, yeah. And, yeah and that's, that's the bad part. That's but the they part. also saw him light up Alabama. So, that's I mean, true. That mm-hmm. was the other most watched game you on know, that network. Yeah, which is, uh, I mean, he that that game was just ridiculous. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I mean, he's tough. He's in a tough spot, and, but you know, it is what it is. Why not Caleb Williams, Trent? It's a good question. Um, and he's going to have spotlight games, and that's kind of what yeah. we talked about with DTR. Is he's going to have those spotlight games in front of him, both against USC for him, on the opposite UCLA for for Williams. What is his price? Uh, Fanduel is eight to one right now. Eight to one. I need a little more value mm-hmm. at this point because Stroud is going to have the Michigan game, and then he's going to club Illinois mm-hmm. or God forbid Iowa yeah. in the championship game. And that's still going to be a lasting impression. And what he's did, kind of total body of work, I think is going to be there. Is there anybody in the SEC? Well, is, the, the, has Daniels got a chance? Uh, well, he certainly was good the other. So, just a real quick story. You know how I like to, to bet these things. Mm-hmm. So, I uh, when when LSU and Alabama were going back and forth, and Bryce Young's just making play after play, and actually put his team in front. I quickly opened up the app because I wanted Bryce Young. And uh, I went to DraftKings and thirty three to one. So I made the bet. Had to get approved. Mm-hmm. They just they didn't approve it at first. Um, my my fifteen bucks or whatever it was. <laughs> but at the end of the game, he's now eighty to one. Wow! <laughs> so <laughs> if I would have waited, I would have got eighty to one as opposed to getting thirty three to one. I think he's out. Um, I do. Bo Nix. That's one. What about Bo Nix, Bama? I mean, listen. He's he's the talk of the of 
of the state right now, and and real, which is crazy. Um, a kid who plays a kind of, kid plays in Oregon is the talk of the state in Alabama, just because. It, yeah, it, it is because yeah. of all the mess that Auburn's had this year. Yeah. And, you know, they've already fired Harson, and you know he wasn't good enough to start there, quote unquote. Look what he's doing in Oregon. I, st- I mean, listen, he's had a great. You just give the kid a ton of credit for what he's done, and he is better yeah. than what he ever showed on a consistent basis down here. But still, I mean, Trent talked about it at the very beginning of the year on Oregon, and he was right. That schedule is just dog food. Mm-hmm. And who is he really doing it against? I mean, he's got Washington this week at home. Then he's got Utah. Then he's at Oregon State. Now, you know, he's if they make the – That's a tough – that's a tough trifer, right, trifer right there. Yeah, they're, but they're – you know, they're two games at home. The Washington mm-hmm. and Utah games are at home, and then they got the – you know, I guess – I don't know if we call it the Civil War anymore, but I am uh, at Oregon State. Uh, on Friday night, so uh, after Thanksgiving. So I, I think that he'll have some higher-profile games, but people are just going back to that Georgia game and how bad he was. And, you know, if you want to hold one game against him, it's the same thing for Oregon right now. They talk about a team that needs Georgia to win because if, if somehow Georgia loses an SEC championship game, uh, Oregon is done i think and uh they're playing really well right now they're putting up a ton of points he's playing at a heisman level uh he's certainly in the conversation i think if you were to to you know send four or five people or however many to new york i think he's one of them right now don't forget um, about the so, island max duggan yeah yeah, yeah he's had a hell of a year um, his team's unbeaten well, and i tell you what ken's ken's boy from uh north carolina i yeah. think may may I mean, drake may I mean, he's still got a shot. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very outside shot. But and Clemson after this last weekend, yep. Yeah, Clemson losing didn't do him any favors, uh, certainly because that that was going to be his highest profile game in an ACC championship game. But um, I mean, it's just I think it's wide open. I don't know how much Stroud got hurt this week, and you know the conditions were yeah, were ugly and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, who's going to throw it in that kind of conditions anyway? And and you know the the mar- you know, when you're a 38-point favorite and you win by 14, but everybody's going to take into account the weather, maybe as they should, and not hold that against him personally. But, I mean, he didn't have big numbers. So when you just go back and start looking at, you know, week-by-week comparisons, um, you know, that, that might bring some other a couple other people into play. You mentioned Daniels. Uh, I mean, you know, he's... He's got a couple. He's got a couple good wins. He's got one really ugly loss, uh, yes. Tennessee. So I don't. I don't think he. I don't think anybody really in the SEC is in it. I, I just. I just don't now that now that Bryce Young is is essentially done. Ken, you said Stetson Bennett was eight, eight to, to one. one. Yeah, and this is why we talk about Circa a lot. Shop around. Stetson Bennett there. Fifteen to one. It's just unbelievable. Dorian Thompson Robinson. What was he? Did you see what he was in uh, FanDuel? Hang on, I'll get right now in front of me. Uh, he is sixty to one. At uh, at Circa right now, DTR as I just fired at it, so I'm going to bring it back up. Seventy five to one. <laughs> what's uh, what's Blake Corm at Michigan? Here's a guy maybe eight to one, uh, six to one. Jesus, Circa. What about B. John Robinson? I mean, you know he's uh, he's 120 he's to one at FanDuel. Oh, that's where they get him. Hundred to one. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably out of it, but he's got a couple yeah. big games. Blake Corm's a guy, fellas. Mm, eight to one. Yeah. Eight to one. They beat Six Ohio State. Here. Yeah. If the they tape. beat Ohio yeah. State. What's the best game this week? Can you make a case that the Big 12 has the marquee game of the week? I get Ole Miss and Alabama's good, mm-hmm. but Alabama's not getting in. Not anymore. Not anymore, yeah, right? Neither one, neither one of these teams controls their destiny. Right. LSU does right now. Texas, LSU out there in. Texas TCU might be the biggest game of the week. UCF Tulane? 
It, look, there's there's the there's, top twenty five matchup. That's not bad. That's not bad. Can't go there. Can't go there. No, I think that runs second. I I think yeah. the Big Twelve games a bit. I uh, wish game day would have went there though. To that something game? different. Where are they this week? Well, they were apparently well, they're going playing, to Austin. I thought. Yeah. They are for TCU Texas. Yeah, there was also a play if Illinois wouldn't have crapped the bed. Oh, you're kidding! That they were going to cross that one off the list. Oh, that was too bad. Well, yeah, Illinois is going to Illinois. And they did, this and they did. And where do who do they have this week? Purdue. Oof. Yeah, not bad. Bama will have a whole bunch of games to talk about, and we'll recap what we find tonight, etc. When we reconvene on uh, on Friday, Tuesdays are a little different uh, when we have uh, Mondays that we're not on the air. So we will get uh, we'll we'll talk to you on Friday, Bama. Have a good week. Sounds good, guys. Always enjoy it. Yeah, Take so, care. So do we. Thank you, Bama Bob. Trent and I going around college football. It does pay to shop, right? Where it does. It's unbelievable. It's a big gap. That's a huge gap. Stetson Bennett eight to one or fifteen to one. You decide. Mm-hmm. I will open up my Circa app and make that bet. Right. Uh, good stuff. All right, we'll come back, finish up the hour. I want to talk a little bit of baseball with you, just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get Matt Snyder in here at some point. Um, let's finish off that. And then we've got uh, Frank Schwab in the NFL in hour number two. We're with you until until one uh, on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX. You know, Frank Schwab on the NFL coming up here uh, at 1225. Real quick uh, on the NFLs, we're running out of hour. Mm-hmm. Of the regional teams, Vikings found a way to get it done again. They're 7-1. and one. Yeah. I don't feel like 7-1, and one, but you are what your record says you are. Six straight wins, all of them by one possession. They're just bananas. Uh, the Chiefs-Tennessee game was really good. Mm-hmm. It was a hell of a game. This Mahomes, I say it every week. How about Derrick Henry, too? Is he any good? He's solid. Jesus. Um, your squad, the Bears, you didn't win. They nope. didn't win. But you know what? They win every week that Justin Fields plays like this because, can we say it? There's something. Is there a quarterback in Chicago? They have a quarterback. I think they do, Trent. They have it figured out for the first time since... Oh, God. Decades. Eric Kramer had a couple of good years. Yep. Jim McMahon. Yep. Won a Super Bowl. He was healthy. Yep. I think it would have been a different career mm-hmm. for him. Outside of that... It's been a long time. Like Tom Zach had a year. Uh-huh. Jay Cutler had an arm. He had an arm and a knucklehead. <laughs> Justin Fields is different. And they are making and changing and evolving the offense to suit what he's best at. That's what I love to see out of this coaching staff. Yeah, It is not mm-hmm. square peg, round hole. Right. It is, we are going to change, we are going to adapt to what he is best at, and he's figured it out. I think he has too. I think he has and that too. running ability. It's fun to watch them run. Uh, and then the other team that we didn't talk about, uh, the Green Bay Packers. Um, they're this three is and the, six. This is the most surprising thing of this whole season. Five interceptions in the red zone? A five. Uh, <laughs> Rodgers? If you would have told me that the Eagles are undefeated, okay, I, I could have bought that before the year. Okay. If you would have told me so many different things, that the Giants and Jets are better than you anticipate. Well, mm-hmm. you know, they drafted high for mm-hmm. a long time, okay? Mm-hmm. It's all coming together. If you would have told me the Green Bay Packers are 3-6 and six and Aaron Rodgers has taken every snap, I would say you're out of your mind. Right, you had to be hurt. There is no way. Yeah, he, did he get hurt week one? Any other plausible explanation None. for anything happening in the NFL, I can buy. I can't buy this I, one. I can't either. It, it's it's head-scratching. Trent, the Vikings are home-free Yes, in the North. Mm-hmm. They, they're not going to be caught. They're not. I mean, if you if you if you're, you're the Vikings are getting a home playoff game, 
They are. Let's just think about that. Yeah. The Vikings are, uh, which which is good. Philadelphia, Dallas is going to be. Hell- I guess you got to put the Giants in the conversation you down do? the stretch. What is what did what did the Buccaneers win do? Someone's going to win that division. Home Someone, and if they do, somebody's going to have to come in and play Tom Brady. And the defense has got dudes. Mm-hmm. And those wide receivers, there's talented guys there. And all of a sudden, maybe just maybe. How many times have we crossed out Brady in the past? Yeah, There's many. been a lot of those years with the Patriots. No chance. Right. It's over now. But it did feel differently in October than it does in November with this team. One win can do that. And maybe it was the come-behind fashion that they wanted in. Hour 2 coming up next. Miller and Condon with you until 1. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.